Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Hidden Grid, but not the Six World Chronicles. No, this is the episode of Hidden Grid Classic, because, uh, well, season one's over, and uh, doing a little bit of retrospective. But I'm not here by myself talking to no one. I'm here with uh, Andrew. How you doing? Sup? And this new guy, Jim. Strange AKA. new voice. I know. I'm crazy, scared. Isn't it? I'm scared. You should be. Mm-hmm. So, I suppose you guys listening probably wondering, who is this Jim guy? Has he replaced Dan again? Well, no. Uh, although, Dan is lightly kind of associated with you now? Just kind of a little bit, in that uh, he's the one who uh, has a rather interesting new character and a little side project, or it might be a major project, major for me at least, that we're calling the second run. That's right, folks. I promised that, uh, well, there'd be another group, and it's here. They've already run their first game. Issues with that, but that's okay. My fault. But, yeah, well, you know, we're Did you guys first. kill everyone? In the, in, the, in the new run? Yeah, everyone died? Yeah, there was one session, everybody died, and, you know, the recording rage quit. Yep, oh, that's PPK. hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we need new people, because, you know, they're dead. No, um, no, second run should be coming out later this month. Uh, the gang will be running new missions on the side. Um, not the usual gang, a bunch of new people, a few familiar voices, uh, Dan as mentioned, and a certain dwarf will be returning to the cast, since all the elves scared him away from Seattle. Yeah, he didn't belong there anyway. Oh. And the Mafia simply made him an opportunity he couldn't refuse. <laughs> you get away from all the damn elves and one of the elven homelands. Oh, just a little bit. Yeah, well, you know, about as far as we can go. He's about halfway between two of them now, right? Hey, you know, so long as he doesn't end up in Appalachia, you don't want to know what happens with West Virginian elves. Oof. No, I don't. I want to know. No, you don't. Have you ever heard of synthetic banjo? No. I'm face palming. <laughs> nice, cool. So... So, second run should be coming down later this pipe right around the time we start having new episodes of Six World Chronicles coming out. And uh, I'm excited about this. I am as well. Well, and obviously me. <laughs> yeah. So, this is kind of designed to be a little bit of a retrospective on the first season. Uh, I figured both of you guys kind of work out because Jim's not just, you know, a cool Shadowrun GM coming on to run a few games. He's... Really more of a mediocre Shadowrun GM, but that, that's up to you guys to decide. Hey, look, we decided you're cool already. It's all right. Anyway, he's also a listener of the show, so he's got a little bit of insight on that. Now, Andrew, you've lived it, so you know what happens in the season finale. Jim, have you caught up the last few episodes? I have, actually. I listened to the, uh, I listened to the last two episodes while I was at work today, and um, you know, to, to say that that week-long series was explosive was... Um, Kind of a bad pun, only in that there weren't all that many explosions, with the exception of the grenades. Everybody loves grenades. Everyone Everybody loves, loves grenades. grenades. Hey, I had to have Mr. Black in there somewhere. Of course. And, of course, he asked the greatest question of all. Explosions? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so... We went over a lot of different things this first season. One, we started off trying to run the fourth edition rules using the kind of not too great 2050 source book mm-hmm. love the the, the 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 filler in that source book 
the the lore, the canon, and all that. Fantastic rules. Yeah, that's a great. That's a great. Tried a couple different versions of running the Matrix this season. Mm-hmm. Didn't work until we got to fifth edition there. And uh, you know, went through a bunch of cast of characters from uh, you know, the original three, Dan, Andrew, and Jess. To you know, their first guest characters, Lena, Zendead, the former Hidden Grid Sysop, to uh, kind of a current cast. It's a couple of newbie gamers and a couple of you know, kind of classic gamers, at least to my table, and uh, you know, continued presence from two of the originals. Unless you know, Dan comes back again. Fifth thousand time. Yeah, well, that's what happens when your work schedule is kind of fluxed. That's true. Yeah. That whole real life thing. Uh, that's crazy. Real life so, is only a suggestion. It's not a rule. Is this the real life? Is this a fantasy? Ah, uh, not too much more. We don't get sued. I do. <laughs> hey, nothing really matters to me. <laughs> oh, goddammit. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I'm going to have hell with, the, with you guys, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> probably. That's all right. So, cool. Yeah, so, you know, I kind of want to go over just, you know, what are your guys' opinions? You know, what do you think about the first season? And, you know, what are you kind of hoping for the second season? I know, Andrew, me, and you, and kind of the rest of the players had a little sit-down Saturday night uh, instead of our normal game to kind of talk about where your characters were, you know, hoping to go over the next season. But, you know, what else are you kind of looking forward to in terms of not just Mr. Gray, but, you know, the show in general? I am actually looking forward to uh, seeing what's going on with Numitor. Uh looking to see what's going on with uh, anything that Eve has going on behind the scenes, kind of seeing the world uh, fleshed out a little bit more through uh, our new players and their cool. new characters and see what they have to bring to the table. That's what I'm actually looking forward to most. Yeah, that's definitely something I'm looking forward to, too. That's, I guess that was one of the kind of points that I definitely wanted to improve this season was the in terms of growth of characters themselves. Mm-hmm. We had a couple of you know, people shifting around a little bit just for different reasons in terms of what characters they were playing, and I definitely want to see a lot more growth in that area in the second season. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, Jim, how about you? From the listener angle, what do you feel about the first season? Well, um, the first season was uh, pretty hectic in terms of you know schedules and people and a lot of changing faces and names. Um, hopefully, with all of that stuff, uh, you know, kind of having been fleshed out, you know, kind of getting the rust scraped off of older players and getting the uh, the sort of system and world and sort of canon and even game mechanics fleshed out a little bit more. I think that'll really help to make the second season nice and solid and coherent. Um, you know, there won't be as many flip flops between players and characters, and um, you know, I, I think having a nice, coherent storyline and a definite direction instead of jumping from run to run to run to run will uh, really do a lot to uh, you know, give a, a far more—not to say that the story was uninteresting, but make an even more interesting, more immersive story. I completely agree. There, that was. Probably my favorite change we made this season was, you know, the, the first couple of months, you know, we did, you know, a couple of modules. We did Silver Angel. We did Total Eclipse. We did Dream Chipper. But at that point, we were kind of, like you said, doing run to run to run. But once May hit, 
we started doing that whole, okay, let's give the players some free roaming, let them go out and find the jobs, you know, let them go out and make the contacts and give them a chance to grow. Well, and it, and, it gives them mm-hmm. a chance to really shape the world themselves. Um, something I'm a really big proponent of is letting the players really and truly own something, be it a business, be it a location, be it, you know, an organization, you know, giving mm-hmm. them a chance to really kind of stake their claim in the world and make something that's truly theirs. Um, I think that gives the players something that, you know, they can really cherish in terms of a game experience. And it gives the listeners something to really look forward to. Hey, I wonder what's going to happen with this nightclub next, uh, you know, next week. Or I wonder what, uh, I wonder what this crazy little gang of theirs is, you know, getting ready to, uh, to get into. You know, the whole sort of, uh, them boys got themselves into another heap of trouble kind of deal. (laughs) Yeah. Well, to truth be told, I know we kind of talked about that a little bit when you were talking about the preparations for second run. Yeah. And I got to tell you, I'm totally stealing that idea a little bit. Go for it. Andrew kind of already knows a little... <laughs> well, Andrew already kind of knows a little bit of what I'm talking about. Yeah, we'll be bringing up in a you know at least the first month or two of the campaign, mm-hmm. uh, at least the second season. So, oh God, spoilers, spoilers! <laughs> oh, trust me, there there's so many things we talked about tonight alone that just just would be absolute spoilers, and I don't want to do that because well, that, I wouldn't be able to torture people as much. Of course, and you're a fan of that. Now, of course, I would have loved to have here you know to heard some of that but uh i was kind of at a they might be giants concert and it was kind of awesome you so, bastard <laughs> well hey priorities mm, concert's pretty cool concert's pretty cool hey 20 bucks for tickets that wasn't bad not bad at all so now that we're done uh talking about our sponsor they might be giants <laughs> <laughs> i wish yeah i do too actually um yeah so these are all kind of you know things that I uh, we definitely want to have happen in the next season, um, and we definitely took the time to kind of uh, not so much you know I didn't have a sit down spoiler ish kind of thing with the, mm-hmm. with, uh, the uh, with you guys, but we did kind of go over you know what to kind of the players are going to expect to see in the next couple of se- uh, sessions. Yeah, uh, I know we have some major character growth coming in for Andrew, uh, at least for Mister Gray. Although, we are going to try to spread that around a bit more. Yes, please. Because, let's face it, Mr. Gray's kind of been in the limelight, especially this last kind of finale bit. Yeah. It's not like I don't enjoy the limelight. I just want to share the limelight. That makes sense. You are the one consistent character throughout the whole series. It gets kind of difficult not to keep the limelight. Fair. Very fair. Again, not trying to be a jerk about anything. No. No, oh. you're absolutely right. See, we just we just need to find your the, the appropriate Xander and Willow for you, and it'll be great. The you know the big thing that I had uh, about the last season, I, I, I guess, just derailing the conversation, um, is that I really wanted the other players to kind of step up a little bit, um, kind of speak up a little bit more, get engaged a little bit more, and um, Justin, you were telling me that. The reason, as you guys just said, that Gray has been having a lot more of the spotlight is because, well, he's the only real consistent spotlight getter, if that's mm-hmm. if that's a phrase, um, in the game until I, I guess the last couple seasons or not seasons, last couple sessions, sessions with um, 
the other Justin's uh, character. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely, and, and that's something that is changing. You know, we're definitely, uh, at least in the language they use uh, in our last meeting session, mm-hmm. you know, they, they do definitely have a better grasp on who their characters are, what they're becoming, and yeah, as I was saying, that is something growing in the next season to come. Okay, cool. So, there is something uh, I, I did want to kind of get uh, kind of a thermostat from you guys, and something I want to put out there to the listeners is I know that uh, earlier on in the se- uh, season, there had been some talk on Facebook of a couple of uh, listeners asking about, you know, having some sort of interaction, some sort of influence in the game. And I've been kind of brainstorming this for a while, and I want to get, kind of get your guys' opinion about it. Okay. Well, since this show is kind of, you know, we do an episode, we do a session, and you know that gets split up usually into two episodes or whatever. Having the concept of, okay, let's put up a fan vote you know, early in the week, have them decide, okay, who do they like from this week's episode? And, you know, that session that week, that player gets an extra uh, die of edge or something like that. Hmm. I can certainly see a fan-based karma uh, karma award. Mm-hmm. I can yeah. definitely see that, too. You know, you could certainly put up a poll somewhere that says, okay, who kicked the most ass this session? And then we can <laughs> retroactively, you know, give that person a, a little slice of karma. Yeah. Same reasonable. I like that. I like that. Nothing wrong with doing right by the players or by the yeah. listeners. Well, exactly. I'm sure they have their favorites and the people they love and, you know, want to hang out with. And, you know, I'm sure they'll have the same ones with the uh, second run group and... You know, I'm sure your listeners would love to get a free karma that way. Oh yeah, I don't think there's going to be any problem with that. And we do have we, we do have some rather interesting characters. Um, you know, I don't want to uh, spoil anything, so this can be changed in post if need be. But Venar is back. He's um, you know fled to the uh, he's fled to the East Coast, and uh, you know he's managed to run into quite a few other interesting folks. Um, I've, See, that's exactly why I have to listen to the episode. <laughs> because I gotta tell you, man, I am jealous that you have Venar. Not just that, but you know, I, I, I had a little bird in my window tell me that a certain crow may be coming along too. Mm-hmm. Let's keep that one on the spoiler side. Yeah, just a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah, this you guys definitely. I mean, from everything I've read about the uh, the crew of runners you have put together. It's a very interesting bunch, very interesting group of players. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I can't wait to see how their chemistry kind of unfolds in the recordings. Because uh, since I'm doing the editing on that type of stuff, I get to listen to them first before Bastard. they come out. Bastard. Hey, it's good to be the king. <laughs> That's right. So cool. All right, so we'll definitely uh, put that out to you guys listening out there. You know, do you want to be able to vote and give a karma kickback to... You know, runners in the Six World Chronicles, uh, the runners you're going to get to meet in the second run. Because, you know, I think it's kind of cool. I think it's a neat concept. Yeah. And, yeah, I think the players will love it. Because who doesn't love free karma? I love free karma. I, I, I kind of, I don't know, I'm having this kind of mental image of, like, kind of a Hunger Games benefactor thing going on here. <laughs> like, we want to vote to give this guy an Ares Predator, okay? <laughs> Now that that could actually be a rather interesting idea, you know. Maybe yeah. The, uh, if if the fans could collaborate on perhaps a piece of equipment for somebody, something something special, something you know well crafted, hmm. something unique. Yeah. Uh, I I am all for people taking ownership of their stuff, 
going through and customizing their weapons. But you know, I I could certainly come up with all sorts of ideas as to how you know. a particularly creative player could somehow have a package delivered anonymously to uh, you know to one of the characters. <laughs> I see your uh, your little fan there wants to be part of the show too. Oh, of course she does. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, it's 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 like Midas. You know, Pumpkin's part of the show too, apparently. And and you know, this could be another good question. Shadow on theme cat pictures. Oh my god! God damn it! Oh my god! <laughs> but no, actually, uh, no. This, this is again, we're kind of brainstorming right now. Mm-hmm. But I had mentioned a few episodes back, where if you had listened to the end of a certain episode, you, um, as a listener, got a couple points of karma. Well, who's to say we can't, you know, kind of play on that? Hey, you listen to an episode, you get some karma. You listen to certain special segments in an episode, you get some karma. Spend that karma to give our players uh, karma or stuff. Uh, granted, we would be a little bit on the honor system because I'm not programming something to uh, <laughs> have them, you know, kind of control how much they have. Yeah. But, you know, that'd be kind of cool if they have someone, you know, message on Facebook saying, all right, I've got this much karma because I've done all this. I want Venar to get another high score <laughs> in, uh, in damage in the game. I want to send him a rocket launcher. <laughs> S- send me, send me drams. Semi drams, please. Now he on on that topic. There's something uh, I guess I'll bring up a little bit. Um, one of the things that I really enjoy, especially uh, especially Justin, how you set up um, 2050 in you know in the wireless age with the wireless knowledge and all the current stuff that we have now. Mm-hmm. Um, I will admit I am outright stealing that. You can feel free to uh, you can feel free to put a warrant out on me. Um, no, 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 dude. Trust me. We've tried running, you know, Shadowrun as presented in the 2050s based on the 80s logic of the future. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work. It, it makes people angry. It really <laughs> does. And, um, you know, as, uh, as I may have mentioned, um, we're, uh, you know, we, the, the second run is going to be a fourth edition run, at least, at least for now. But mm-hmm. I do like some of the ideas from fifth. Yeah, there there are some uh, facets of fifth edition that I am you know kind of planning on integrating. One thing mm-hmm. that worked out really really well were the spell reagents that were uh, you know that were used in fifth and that I saw used oh, yeah. in um, you know throughout the last few episodes. Yeah, um, the, the reagents and and just alchemy in general was actually a fantastic addition to the game. Yeah, and what... and I totally stole the having the astral form of a mage touch. A touch trigger uh, alchemical item from Critical <laughs> Glitch. Yeah, totally stole that from them. I'm like, I'm doing that. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, and you know that's that's just a wonderful cross pollinization. But um, one of the uh, one of the interesting things that we had happen in the uh, I guess the demo run, first run, the prototype, uh, the the undocumented run. How about the undocumented first run? Ooh, um, mysterious. The truly lost episode. Yes. Um, Dan's new character, who's rather interesting, uh, just happened to be foking, uh, foking? Yeah, cut that too. Um, smoking a, uh, rather fine cigar. And, uh, something happened. Something weird came up. And he needed a little extra something in order to be able to prevent this something that came up from coming through him. Um, Nothing wrong with using something that you just happen to have around you 
as a reagent to add just a couple of dice. Hmm. If you just happen to have spent $75 on a fine cigar that somebody is about to ruin, why not use that as your reagent to, uh, you know, perchance channel a stun bolt with an additional two dice worth of damage? Well, I could see that. Like, you're kind of talking about, like, you know, things handcrafted and kind of, you know, somebody put stuff into them and using it as a reagent kind of sacrifice. Makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, synthahol, no. Soy food, no. Oh, it's all processed shit. Yeah, but natural stuff that makes sense. Well, natural stuff that somebody has taken time to work with by hand. Mm-hmm. Now, I, working. I, I will say though, and I'm not going to spoil it here. You're going to have to listen to the first episode of a uh, second run when it comes out. I absolutely hate Dan's new name. It's a very Dan name, but I hate his character's name so much. And you know what? I'm not even going to laugh about it. <laughs> I will because I. Uh, I haven't heard it, it, but I'm not going to do it. Oh, I'll tell you off, Mike, uh, Andrew. Okay. In fact, I'm going to actually bleep the name, and I'm going to tell you right now, Andrew. All right. It's Toucan Sam. No! Actually, no! He's changed it. Oh, not again. What does he change this to now? It is now Jose Tequila. God. <laughs> you know what? Okay. I don't. I, I don't hate that one as much. I don't hate yeah, that one as much. I, I do not hate that one as much either. But well, you sure, can. Need... But yeah. Oh, see, but now gotta... there are just spoilers see, all over the place, aren't there? Uh, I bought a bleep for a reason. There you go. <laughs> hey, next season, uh, when we finally face that dragon, and you give me all the money from all the uh, mega corporations, so I can join the into one. Um, mm-hmm. When are you going Go to uh, what? Go on. <laughs> uh, so when I usurp the uh, the governments of the world and uh, oh, they're already usurped. So usurped. That's okay. That's, the governments yeah. and the corporations who are essentially the governments of the world, um, and bring them under the uh, the tribe of the Spider King. Mm-hmm. So so what kind of what kind of what kind of sessions can I be looking forward to after that? Mm, I don't know. I guess we could try to bring in the Dragonheart in, like, you know, a decade early. Well, here's another good question. Have you ever played Saints Row 4? Yup. Uh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> no way, I played Saints Row the 3rd, but not 4th. Okay, well, uh, yeah, play that. Play Saints Row the across fourth. the first major decision of the game. I guess that kind of covers most of the topics, then, for this. You know, kind of went over the first season, talked about things to come, talked mm-hmm. about things, you know, wanting to see what the fans like. And we definitely, besides just, you know, asking you guys what you want in terms of, you know, possible common reward system for the players or, you know, items for the players, that type of thing. What else would you like to see in these coming sessions besides you joining our already really, really full games? Because I totally would love to have all of you in my game. I really would. But I'm only one guy. I got another guy here and he took a bunch of the aggro. (laughs) To be fair, I've been trying to get into his game, and he won't even let me in. He'll let me, you know... I made him run castle. his own game. <laughs> <laughs> I made him run his own game. Well, you're the first one who took two, took the bait. I offered to a couple of people, hey, you should run a game, and I could put the recordings up for you. It'd be awesome. You're the first one to take the bait. Yeah, nope, nope, nope. Don't and, do it. And I, it's done. And, and not, not to water us down a little bit, but seriously, if there's anybody else out there who is interested in running a game... You know, interested in getting some of the other listeners or just your local group together and want to record it 
and are interested in having on the feed, reach out to me, gm at hiddengrid.com. I am really interested in getting other Shadowrun groups on here because I run Shadowrun my way. You know, Jim's going to run Shadowrun his way. I would love to see what a pure 2070 5th edition campaign would run, run like. Hey, if you want to run classic 1st edition uh, Shadowrun of the 2050s, go for it. I'd love to hear it. I'm sure people out there would love to hear it. Kind of. A little bit. I, I, I would like to hear it, actually. So, cool. Alright, well, in that case, I guess we're going to go ahead and get out of here. So, I um, guess you guys will enjoy this episode. Hope you do, because otherwise, why did I record it? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. And next week should be the first episode of Season 2 of the Hidden Grid Six World Chronicles. And hopefully, if Jim's recording software works out... I'm trying! I'm really trying! The uh, first episode of Second Run should also come out that same week. So, until then, see you on the other side. Take it easy, everybody. Later, taters. The Hit and Grit Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, Sharealike 3.0, United States License. Music used in the Hit and Grit Podcast is by Like a Crash, and the song's title is Kilo. See more episodes of The Hidden Grid at hiddengrid.com. Uh, listen to the classic outro. Hey, if you're still listening, plus one karma. That system's not in place yet, but keep a log of how much you have. I'm gonna keep a list of, you know, who spends karma and how much they could have at this point. Eh, just try to keep yourself honest, and, uh, you know, if you find some hidden karma somewhere, hey, let it people know. That said, catch y'all later. <laughs>